Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Greetings, welcome inside. It's been a great break. Break's over. Time to play the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, who when we left you, the Knicks had still stunk. We didn't know how good they were going to be. We thought, ah, the Bears were going to miss the playoffs. Adam Gase was winning games. He was going to stay as a head coach. Oh, what a difference 10 days has made in the wide world of sports. Mr. Harmon, how are you, my friend? Finally, we have returned to the Fox Sports Radio studios. It is so good to be back. So many great topics out there. So much hot take nonsense and theater to get into. You and I, we texted back and forth, but I haven't heard your voice other than promos in, in a, almost two weeks now. I've forgotten whether you sounded more like the Mandalorian or maybe Martin Cove. I, I ah. was trying to get it back in my head. 
Well, you know what I've been waiting for? I mean, really, I've been waiting 10 days to do that. I mean, and now it's perfect with the Knicks beating the Hawks. You know, I picked the Hawks to go to the East Finals. This I is know, the, buddy. This is now the latest the Knicks have been over 500 in a season since 1973. So being 4-3 and three is a really, really big deal right now for the Knicks. Wow. Well, we know what happened in 1973, baby. That's right. That's what's going to happen again. But I've been Phil waiting Jackson to do this. Phil Jackson was swinging his bony <laughs> elbows and knocking <laughs> fools out. And the Knicks raised a banner. No, not a participation banner. No, no, no. Champions back when the Garden was more than just a concert venue. But I've been waiting to do this now for a few days. Can, can I do? Because now it works. Trust me, this is going to work with, with, with the NBA game tonight. What, what are I, we bringing in? Our, I want, we've been I've back been waiting. for three minutes. And all right, <laughs> can I bring this back? That normally <laughs> portends to chaos. I, wanted, I want to do Berman announcing the runoff in Georgia tomorrow. Oh, I want to no. do Berman announcing. Are you ready? I've been wait- Really, I've had okay. this. I hope I don't blow it now because I had this yeah, for a couple of days. You, you've now built it up in just 35 okay. seconds. So yes. be careful here. I mean, I could give you the big and the Knicks getting better quickly, TJ. I mean, I could give you that, but that's easy. I mean, no, come on. Could, no, well, yeah, but, right. but, but that would assume people have paid attention to who's actually on any of these on their team. Oh, that's true. No, that, that <laughs> the is only true. person they know, R.J. Barrett's there, right? They, that's the guy yeah. they drafted last yeah, year right, when right. they got Zion and they got Ja and those guys <laughs> over there got Tyler Hero. They got mm. they got R.J. Barrett, right? He's yeah. there? Good. Uh, yeah, and he's good. And, and Julius no, Randle is game. terrific. Yeah. yeah, we're good, man. Hey, it's good. Yeah. But this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I, okay. I've, I've been waiting for. That. Here we go. And it works in tonight. <clears throat> And, TJ, politicians went down to Georgia. They were looking for an election to the Senate. They were in a bind. No one wanted to get way behind, hoping Trey Young could get a layup off a steal. TJ. I've been waiting well, for that. I was trying to figure out where the word steal was coming in because depending on where you placed it, man, you're going off the third rail five minutes in, my man. What are you doing? I was wait- I just waiting. I'm going, this is perfect. I'll start with that tonight. The Knicks, they're going to play if Trey oh. Young wins. He wins. But look at the Knicks winning. It's awesome. We're going to have a new head coach. You're in the playoffs. It's all. It's just, this is it now. It's 2021 is here, man. We're here. We had to wait very long, and here we are. In Mitchell, we trust, baby. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I, not to, we're not going to do a lot on the Bears and the Packers, right? We'll talk about the playoffs. We'll predict the games later in the week. But one of those stats that you have to love, and, and it's always a question of whether they officially put it down or not, are the would-be interceptions. Because Aaron Rodgers had a handful of them. For those that watched the game, or I guess didn't watch the game yesterday. And if you watched, you give him an extra shot. What's he going to do? He's going to make you pay. And that's why they play defense. That's why those guys are not running around with the wide receiver group. You had a linebacker who had one go off his big mitt. He corrals it. He walks into the end zone because Rodgers ain't taking him down. So, you know, the game of inches, as it were, rivalry week. But you know what? They got in. I don't care how. Much like Ron (laughs) Rivera said, blank you. I'm in the playoffs. That's all that matters. And look, sometimes, hey, you want to get to the playoffs. Sometimes you're waiting for your head coach to get fired. And this is what today was in the end. This was Black Monday, which actually started off with Black Sunday when Adam Gase was fired uh, (laughs) late last night uh, by the New York Jets. We're not going to wait till Monday. We're going to do this on Sunday night, okay? What did you have as the over-under of time, though? I thought it would be right after the game was over, interviewing him as he's walking off the field, and and the, and, and the security guard's coming by with a bag with all his belongings in him, going, here you go, you, you, here's your stuff, you're going to go back separately from the rest of the team. Is that okay? We'll, we'll send the that. rest of it back to you. 
Oh, he's got Adam Gase's look. We we got a lot this hour. We got Jason oh, Lock and so Floor coming up in a bit. The Chargers have an opening. The Jaguars have an opening. The Jets have an. I was going to say the Knicks have an opening. The Jets have an opening. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what. I I am, I I am both happy and I feel with with the Adam Gase situation. I am happy that they're moving on. And really. Anybody would be better. And I'm not saying that like, no, anybody would be better. If you want to go, if it's Matt Campbell, awesome. I love Matt Campbell. If it's Jim Harbaugh, great. If we got to go to, we got to take a little drive to, to the greater Chicago area and knock on the door of Mr. Fitzgerald, awesome. You, keep, you leave my coach alone. Anybody, anybody would be He better. can't go there. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, he can't go there. Why not? Then oh, I have to cheer for the bleeping Jets. Yes, they would wear green shorts instead of purple shorts all the time. We, well, I would expand my... Uh, my wardrobe. That is. Listen, true. I'll I'll get on Amazon right now. I'll order you green shorts if that happens. I I, I will give that to you. But really, because well, anybody like now it'd be the inverse Hulk oh. as it is now. Occasionally, <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm painted green with purple yeah. shorts, and now we have to invert that. But that's okay. I mean, green and pur- I mean that that's that's got to be like the Hulk alternate uh, jersey. You know, like the yeah. NBA teams have the all. This would be the Hulk alternate jersey. It's the purple with the green shorts. My man, they're, they are licensing stuff all over the place. I got a text from my brother that had Marvel Lucha Libre Funko figures just so they could figure out a new way to sell you another Hulk figure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got everything. Why not do it for NFL jerseys, too? <laughs> <laughs> but here, I, I feel great because finally they're moving forward. I also feel like, and here's the thing, the last two years were a waste. Because yeah. I knew from the beginning Gase was not the right fit. And this is not me saying, this is not when we normally say, hey, we told you this. No, we did tell you this. Adam Gase was a guy. Why did Adam Gase fail? And you already see that maybe Nick Saban wants him as offensive coordinator. Seriously, he's had the 32nd ranked offense in the NFL the last two years. He's going to suddenly come to Alabama and things. Yeah, are yeah be but he's going to have the good best luck. athletes in the country there. G- good luck. And my, good his luck. his offense may work there. Good good luck. And Alabama. <laughs> he was running wins again. Frank Gore out. Alabama wins 13-10. <laughs> what a big win by the Crimson Tide! I'll tell you. Oh, isn't that what the SEC day. football used to be? Uh, I mean, uh, good luck, good luck, Nick Saban. If you think if you can do that, I mean, I don't know if you feel like I'm going to be a home to rehabilitate coaches and send them back out. You know, hey, we'll do it for Kiffin. We'll do it for Adam Gase. We'll do it. It's like when, like when well, Zeus did it for Sark. <laughs> yeah, when Zeus take in sick animals and they nurse them back and then you watch them go back out in the wild and it's awesome. If that's what he wants to do, okay, but man, you forget about this 60-point explosions you're getting if you want Adam Gase there. But th- this is the deal, is that Adam Gase w- w- was a failed head coach the first time, right? And there's difference between being a bad head coach like Adam Gase is, a coach who is not up to the demands of being a head coach like Vic Fangio, who for some reason now has more power with the Broncos than he did yesterday, which doesn't make any sense. But Adam Gase failed with the Miami Dolphins. He was fired because his offense wasn't good. He couldn't develop quarterback Ryan Tannehill, and he burned his bridge with a lot of the players who didn't like him. And when that happens, usually then a guy says, okay, now he goes, he's a coordinator for a while, and then you get that second bite at the apple, and you learn from your mistakes. And okay, now I know after getting back into it, this didn't work. So I need to do things a little bit different. Look, it happened with Bill Belichick. You know, he, he, he did things. He knew, okay, these things didn't work the first time around in Cleveland. So now I do it a little bit differently in, in, in New England. And that happens with a lot of coaches. But he went right from being a failure 
in in Miami, and the Jets, for some reason, five minutes after he was available, said, this is the guy we got to hire, which I'm never listening to Peyton Manning again. Because seriously, if Peyton Manning gives your team at football advice, ignore it. Because he's the guy that sold the Jets on Adam Gase, and it's been a disaster for two years. So now Adam Gase, is he's out of work for five minutes, and it's, man, I really have to change how I'm thinking. i, I got to change what I'm doing. Oh, oh, the phone? Oh, it's the Jets that want to hire me? Oh, blank the Dolphins, man. I know what I'm doing. And he went and did the same things with the Jets. The offense never was able to to get untracked. He never was able to develop a quarterback. The second straight quarterback he wasn't able to develop, and he wound up uh, ruffling feathers with some of the star players. And it's not that it's all good and bad. Well, he didn't get along with Jamal Adams. Well, Jamal Adams is bringing two draft picks in. That's fine. He didn't like Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell didn't have anything really left, as we see, when the Jets had him. But when you make the same mistakes the first time around, and you don't have any kind of reflection time to go, man, next time I do it, I'm going to do things a little bit differently, because that's how we all do it. We all do it when if something happens, and boy, we had a chance to do something, it didn't go great, but I learned, so the next time I'm going to be smarter about it. He had no time for that, because the Jets decided he's the guy we got to have right away. So, And that's why all the mistakes he made, he did the same things with the Dolphins, but he had no time off, no time to sit back and reflect, and this is why he was so bad. And this is why he failed, and that's why today I feel like anything is possible. This I feel like anything is possible for the Knicks. I mean, I'm excited about the Knicks for the first time ever. I feel like things are possible for the Jets. Steve Cohen is mad. We're going to sign players. I mean, this is, I, mean <laughs> I feel excited now. Like I said, it's 2021, man. It's all good. It's a new day, a new dawn, and you're feeling good. Uh, oh. Let's get Buble in to start 2021. Look, man, uh, when we go through, uh, and, and we're, we're going back through the history of Adam Gase, and you mentioned Peyton Manning, whenever that guy interviews for a job, and someone's going to want to hire him somewhere in an organization, they should just hold up a picture of Adam Gase and say, explain this to me. That's it. This is your interview right here, because he was a middling coordinator, remember, for the Bears for one year before he went to work for the Dolphins on the strength of the Peyton Manning recommendation and then bounced from there. I I love all your optimism on the squad. You know, when you look at the Jets, uh, you've got the GM in place that, at least on the surface, it looks good. Right? It it looks like it's ready to go. But from Adam Gase, there, there was nothing... Even dealing with the media, and New York media has its reputation. You have, you just have to know how to play the game. He was never interested in playing the game. Wouldn't play long because you're going to get the benefit of the doubt if you're even remotely affable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the back page of the fish wrap is going to be mean to you with a headline because those are guys locked in the corner that, hey, come up with something pithy coming off this loss. Okay, and go spitball. Go play Mad Libs. Here's nine words. Go, fun. go have fun. Uh, that's what they do. Okay, the actual reporters, if you're being straight with them and you'll actually go through the games with them and the game plans, they'll, they'll work with you. And Gase had no interest in that. You saw no improvement whatsoever in the game. Uh, we, we always got the obfuscation uh, until he finally gave you a little bit saying, I failed Sam Darnold. Well, and then you might, have walked, you might as well have walked off the job that day. That was, that was the day you were done. Even if the Johnsons might have decided, you know what, we need one more year. Him and Sam together one more time. See where don't, this don't, goes. Don't, don't even put that back out in the universe because if I could see the Jets not liking anybody and then saying, let's go back to Adam Gase. We'll bring it back because it's the Jets after all. Don't, it don't is, even put it that is in the, the Jets. Universe. So while you think you're, you're pushing ahead, maybe it spins back around on you. But for the, for the moment, right, there's not a lot of assets there. You know, a, a lot of the, hey, let's rank the job posts are out there. 
this one's uh, the only way this one's any better is that you have a legit GM whose name isn't Shad Khan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, well, otherwise the the cupboard's pretty bare. You got a what about <laughs> six seven guys? <laughs> you want know, Joe Douglas did well in the first couple of drafts, right, on a relative basis, but he's got a hell of a long way to go to try to re- revamp this roster and, and try to be competitive. Because even with all the problems you had in New England, they were still at least, quote-unquote, in the chase and somewhat viable coming into the final quarter of the season is abhorrent. Uh, and uh, I, you just wanted to stab yourself in the eye watching that offense try to do anything, but they still <laughs> eked out a couple of wins that made things uh, interesting. The Jets showed you no life until, you know, that fateful day when suddenly it all clicked. <laughs> Happy 2021. It's here. We made it. We're ready to go. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, it's not just Adam Gase. It's what's next in Jacksonville, which could be a really big deal. What's next for the Chargers? What about the playoffs? Hey, we got it all for you right here. Jason Locke and Forrest stops by with all the latest news coming up next. Keep it right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. As you watch the Knicks and Tom Thibodeau run Twitter right now, this could be <laughs> as good as it gets, buddy. As good oh, as it look gets. It. You are so happy. You know what I'm watching? I'm watching the uh, the Mavericks and the Rockets. I believe there have been uh, approximately 37 uh, technical fouls. Mm. Pushed out. I'm, wa- I'm watching a replay clear- of the Knicks already. <laughs> oh, good man. Yeah, <laughs> referee clearly either didn't get what he wanted for Christmas or Hanukkah. Yeah, uh, uh, or happen. celebrated the New Year's in just a very bad way. Because if you mm. even looked at him, he's teeing you up. It is just bad. <laughs> he needs a hug. In the this has just been a, a travesty. Just up in every third or fourth possession, it seems like he's holding the ball and scolding somebody. It's like it's not youth <laughs> basketball, you dirtbag. Get off the court. <laughs> This guy in purple shorts is holding the ball and screaming at me. Listen, just just go play, okay? Just go play. Uh, we got Jason Lock and Four coming up in a couple of minutes. But, look, obviously today was Black Monday in the NFL, right? There are now six head coaching openings, three new ones following last night. Adam Gase let go by the Jets. Doug Marone let go by the Jaguars. And Anthony Lynn let go today by the Chargers. And it's no coincidence, but these are the three best jobs in the NFL uh, for different reasons. The Jaguars uh, job comes with Trevor Lawrence, a lot of money and draft picks. The Chargers come with a team that's already preloaded with talent, ready to go. It's like going to Dave and Buster's and getting that preloaded card. Here you have $100 to spend. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Chargers is a great job. Jets is a great job. You have the number two pick. You have lots of picks. You have a lot of money to spend. You know, you get all the way down to the bottom, and there's the Texans with no money and no picks, thanks to Bill O'Brien. But Well, that's these it. Are Miami th- has all your picks. Yeah, these are the three biggest jobs. I mean, these are the three best jobs, clearly, in the NFL. So the, the top... Coaching talent will wind up going here. But I got to tell you, Mike, of all the names you've seen so far today of people who are going to be interviewed and you're seeing this, Arthur Smith is going to be interviewed by all the teams. Eric Bieniemy already doing interviews with many teams. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you right now. It's going to wind up Urban Meyer, Jacksonville Jaguars. They'll give him the $12 million a year. That's going to cinch it that Trevor Lawrence is going to get. Any questions you might have about going back to school or saying, I want to go to New York because it's Jacksonville, 
Urban Meyer is going to be the guy. Urban Meyer is going to go there. Trevor Lawrence is going to say, I'm all good to go. That's going to happen in Jacksonville. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Of all these other names, that's where the Jaguars are going to go. See, the one thing that concerns me, and I alluded to it uh, as we started the show, was the report that Shad Khan wants to run roster management. And if that's the case, Urban Meyer's going to laugh at him. It's like, yeah, it's a lot of money, and we get to see the world with a couple of international games back on the schedule and everything else. And, yes, they've got money to spend. But if you're being told the owner is going to overrule and and be up into all the negotiations to that level, is that job as desirous? And desirable. Are you desirous of it, I guess? Right. But is this a case where, okay, I can deal with that because I'm going to come in, coach the team, coach Trevor Lawrence, in a position to succeed with money, draft picks. If I'm ever going to coach a team in the NFL, I'm going to walk in with a guy that could be the best quarterback prospect in 20 years. I can deal with that. Depends depends how big you want to be on, you know, some coaches just want to coach. They're like, okay, I want input on guys, but making the ultimate decision, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. No, but I guess that's the question, right? Trying to to ferret out what Urban Meyer is. Urban Meyer didn't say he wants GM power. Urban Meyer said $12 million a year. Chad Khan can say, look, he's oh, making a lot I of money, money at Fox and doing yeah. a hell of a job. Man. I don't think he's making $12 and, and million a year. He was undefeated this year. <laughs> What did he, he probably made five sitting on his ass. Yeah, but that's not 12, buddy. Five is not 12. I, I get it, but there's no pressure there. Have a good take, and then, you know, in your 30 seconds, kick it back over to Rob Stone. That's 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 a lot different than running a full organization. You can bring Rob Stone with you. You can bring Rob Stone with you and coach that. I'm going to kick it to hey, Rob Stone for a couple minutes. He's the 24-7 champion. He brings a lot of trouble and potential chaos with him. Joining us now on the hotline, CBS Sports NFL Insider Extraordinary. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lock and Fora. It is the aforementioned Jason Lock and Fora. Jay, happy new year, man. Hey, happy new year, gentlemen. Hope you guys Hi, had a good, uh, good siesta. It, dude, it was great. Dude, the, the Knicks are good. The Jets are going to have a new head coach. I'm, 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 I'm all in for 2020. There we go. Onward and upward. It's all good. Hey, uh, before we get to the Jets, we were just talking about the, the situation in Jacksonville. Doug Marone has let go today and ostensibly Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one pick. I, if Urban Meyer says, I want $12 million to coach, I, I, I can't see the Jaguars not being that team saying, here's $12 million. Come on, we got you, we got Trevor, we're ready to go. Yeah, look, I don't know about the um, veracity of that figure whatsoever. Um, he wouldn't come cheap. I, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that any coach, uh, especially one who's never coached in the NFL uh, and who has his share of demons and uh, skeletons, you know, and who's broadcasting games right now is, is going to, you know, set his set his bar at $12 million. And then if that's what he wants, think about how much he wants for his staff. So uh, taking all that, all that aside, I think the reality is Urban Meyer, by and large, has wanted the NFL the last two years, much more than the NFL has wanted him. But Jacksonville could be um, – a unique exception to that rule because of the proximity to, um, you know, uh, Gainesville and the University of Florida and what he means down there and the fact they're getting this um, stud college quarterback first overall and um, the issues they're having really attract kind of getting people to buy in there and the issues they're having trying to get, you know, massive tax breaks to build a uh, state-of-the-art uh, training facility, and Shad Khan wants to build a five-star hotel down there so when his buddies can pull their yachts up for the games, they have a cool place to stay. 
So would Urban Meyer help in all those regards as well? Quite possibly. I mean, it's certainly going to have more cachet than Doug Marone. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I don't think Doug was selling any tickets. I'm just, you know, going out on a limb there. Yeah, he'll call no, Syracuse back. Jerseys. Uh, <laughs> a maroon so jersey. That could be, you know, that one I've been hearing it for about 10 days now and reported on it last weekend, and they've played some footsie. Now, he's also the, a guy who may just love that everybody's talking about Urban Meyer again and Urban Meyer's a thing again. Um, and then he might just decide, you know, leave him at the altar. Like, hey, you know what, I thought about it, but I'm not ready to go back into the meat grinder. That is coaching and if he thought college was a meat grinder you know he ain't seen nothing yet when it comes to the nfl so we'll see we'll see but the jags have done a really good job of keeping any other candidates very much under wraps um i do think there's probably other college coaches that they um have some interest in um and that is a a, a very attractive job all right, first off, stop reporting about Fitzgerald. Leave him alone. He's staying in Northwestern. Uh, you better call my boy Mike Wilbon. You got any, how much money you got in your pocket? You guys better, you better start some kind of collection or something. Right? Wilbon, Greeny, everybody else. Uh, let's find yes. him. I'll start a GoFund yourself. Good luck second. with that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the, the Chargers were out here in Los Angeles, and they, they separate from Anthony Lynn, and two names have risen, uh, one that I just saw a little while ago. Uh, we got Brian Dable from mm-hmm. the Bills, and then Jason Garrett's name is floating about. Jason Garrett and the 17.5 points per game scoring New York football Giants. Yeah. It'll be that one, Mr. Lockenfora. Look, there's a lot of um... – quid pro quo and horse trading that goes on uh, in the uh, coaching process. And there's a lot of times when some some agents might have, you know, a a real stable of clients. And sometimes to get to their A guys, you might need to throw a bone to one of their B-minus guys or C-plus or whatever. (laughs) Radio Row at the Super Bowl. I mean, if you're on the media side of things. And so, you know what I mean? You kind of give this guy an interview and give him a look-see and let's let's get his name back out there as a dude who, you know, is going to be making the head coaching rounds. And then, you know, you'll also get first seating with this guy when he comes around. Or if this dude comes out of college, you're going to get an audience with him. I, I, I would have a – I mean – I would. It would be a staggering decision to have a quarterback the magnitude of this one, who destroyed, obliterated, shattered any expectations even the Chargers had for what he could accomplish his rookie year, based on the conditions by which he entered the league, the lack of reps, the lack of a, of a regular off season, and frankly, some of the limitations that looked pretty significant on the college film. Nobody saw this coming. So you've got all that going for you, and you're going to hand it over to a guy who every other year was finding somebody else to call the plays on offense. You know, like, I, I, <laughs> I and, and it's not like he's from some um, wizard-like branch of somebody's offensive tree. You know what I mean? It's not even like, well, he's, he'll be the CEO, and he also has great insight into – you know, what's going on at the vanguard of motion and formations and route combinations. It's, come on. So I just have a, I mean, that would, that, 
that would be something. All right, so we had Black Monday get kicked off, uh, really Black Sunday night, when the Jets let Adam Gase go. Jay, this is not a surprise. We knew it was coming. Yeah. Uh, there are no shortage of candidates for the Jets to interview. I think they're going to interview all 45 people the New York Post wrote about on, uh, on Monday. Uh, crystal ball for me, what you're hearing. What's the best fit? What direction are the Jets going to want to go when they hire a head coach? Oh, boy. Well, I mean, they should talk to a lot of people. It's easier to talk to them than ever. Everybody's zooming it up. So you're going to see more candidates and more interviews than ever. Because what used to take half a day now takes, I mean, literally, oh, we're going to do a two-hour Zoom. It's literally only going to take two hours. There's no setup. You know what I mean? There's no checking into a hotel. There's no airplanes. There's no baggage. There's no nothing. Um, Heck, you don't even have to be wearing suit pants, right? You could be in flip-flops and jams. Yeah. Or do they still make jams? I don't know. I think they do. You can probably still get somewhere. jams. Yeah. You could probably, yeah, I'm sure you could find jams. I think you just outed yourself as a yeah, jams-wearing a... person. No, but I, yes. should get, I, should, I, should, I should start the return of ironic jams. I did um, see a guy in a Zubaz uh, jacket at the grocery store. Right, it would store. be equivalent to that, right? Like the old starter, starter jackets and stuff. Um, so, okay, where were we? The Jets. Uh, <laughs> they, they had a thing for Matt Campbell two years ago, and Matt Campbell didn't really want to listen all that much but i think he's in a little different place now and i think you know they may be in a little different place now and that's somebody who i, I think joe douglas probably ran into a time or two during his years on the road i don't know why they wouldn't go back down that route um i'm, I'm sorry but the dude in northwestern would make a lot of sense for them um mm-hmm. i won't even say his name does that help it's okay buddy. pat fitzgerald uh, no put it out there in the universe <laughs> pat, 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 yeah i'd pat, have pat, to start pat, being a jets fan though jason that's a problem <laughs> Yeah, that would be a very different show. Um, <laughs> look, uh, Brian Dable, who they're going to interview, makes all the sense in the world, right? He he did amazing things with the quarterback in Buffalo, and you'd be weakening uh, a rival. I know that Joe Douglas overlapped with Marvin Lewis when Joe was a young scout with the Ravens, and Marvin was their defensive coordinator. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't talk to Mar- Marvin Lewis. I, I, I would be very surprised if Marvin Lewis – uh, isn't a part of this uh, process. Uh, Wink Martindale, the Ravens' current defensive coordinator, is someone who I think he would want to talk to. I think uh, the Rams' defensive coordinator, Brandon Staley, and the Giants' defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham. Uh, I, I, I bet at the end of the day they probably do talk to at least ten guys and and probably you know five or six on each side of the ball. I'm not sure that's like, not that they're dividing it up that way, but I bet, you know, when you get down that road, um, that's probably the case. And then look, they've always got their own stuff to sort out, right? Woody's role and that Chris was saying that, maybe we're going to restructure, maybe we're not, and maybe we'll change how people report. I, I think basically what that tells the marketplace is if somebody of some stature blows them away, and they think he's the guy and he has the cachet to, you know, perhaps want a, a, a restructuring that that could potentially, you know, be on the table. But it's an attractive job. Joe Douglas has a very good reputation. This is his first chance um, to kind of – I'm not – look, he and Adam had a pre-existing relationship from Chicago, and they, they were definitely, um, you know, contemporaries, friends, whatever – but it, it's a little different when you don't come in with a guy. So um, this will be this will be his guy, and we'll see. I mean, you know, I don't have to tell you guys. The sad reality is nothing they've tried has worked there for any sustained period of time for a long, long time. Maybe that changes now. Hey, the Browns won 11 games, so. 
It's a new decade. Yeah, I mean, crazy things are, are happening. Uh, and one of which uh, happened Sunday night, the last entrant to our playoff weekend and grid to come, the Washington football team via Doug Peterson and a lot of decision-making that has the NFL world up in arms. What say you about Sudfeldian, uh, things going to Sudfeldian proportions on Sunday night? I would say that when it happens on an 8 o'clock window and it's the final game of the year and has playoff ramifications, everybody's going to blow everything out of proportion. I, have, I got in on the act on Twitter. Everybody did. It was what it was. They clearly... And by they, I, I mean the people who were orchestrating the management of that game, not the players themselves, had different things they wanted to accomplish in that game. And if it happened to include a win along the way, okay. If it happened not to include a win along the way, eh, even better. But I would, I would say, have you seen what's been going on in Jacksonville? Did you see who, you know what I mean, who, who they sat the last few weeks? And did you see what they've been doing at the quarterback position? Mm-hmm. I mean, they had – this Lutton guy out there for a while. And then they went to Glenn and then they went back to Minshew. And then it looked like when Minshew looked like he might mess around and win a game, well, let's go back to Glennon. I mean, it's, come on, what, who did the Pittsburgh Steelers play in, this, in, in, in the game against Cleveland? I mean, it, Pittsburgh's B team almost beat Cleveland. So if Pittsburgh, you know, played to fully win and competitive advantage and balance and, oh, if we don't play to our best, it might affect some other team. Sorry, Joe Judge. That's not how it works in the big leagues, buddy. Like, People are doing what they have to do, what they think is best for their organization. And if it affects a 6-10 and 10 team getting in the playoffs or it doesn't, that's your problem. You win your games, we'll handle our games the way we want to handle them. I mean, just look around the league. I mean, uh, the, the, the Pittsburgh one is a prime example. That could affect multiple different teams trying to get into that final seed. Mike Tomlin's got other, he's got other obligations. He answers to other higher powers. He's not worried about what this might mean for Brian Flores or what this might mean for whomever. You know? So did this get a little extreme? But I guess, but like, I mean, Jalen Hurts is very much a work in progress. It's, it's you know, and uh, I, I just, I'm sorry, the Giants pity party. You can lose me. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockin4. Yeah. That is at Jason Lockin4. Hard at work. He's got 10,000 words on the Doug Marone era at Syracuse coming your way on CBS uh, very soon. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. Jams for all. All right. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. Happy New Year. Where were we? Oh, yeah, the Jets. Yeah, listen. All right. We go from jams. Where were we? Okay. Yeah, all right. uh, you know, here's the thing about the Eagles, because we'll get into this coming up in a bit, is that the main takeaway is that how do you go back to that locker room and tell the guys who, who put their bodies on the line every single week, we're going to try to win this game, that we're really not all set to win this game. This is not baseball or the NBA where, yeah, the games are physical, but you're going out playing and kind of doing your own thing. This is I'm giving up my health and well-being to play this sport and you're telling me here's a game that we don't care about winning and you're going to pull guys and this decision is made I don't know how Eagles players go back and play for Doug Peterson after this I don't know how Jalen Hurts goes back and plays for Peterson after this that's where you really lose me is that I don't know how after you decide this the players can say yeah we're on board I know you have a long way to go till you play a game and 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 you have a whole offseason but man this really just doesn't taste right that you decide to play guys and then say you know what, now we're done, and we're going to give this game away. We're, we're, we're going to try to win for three quarters and then not try to win? 
uh, that that that's the sour taste in my mouth because I think about what the players go through just to play an NFL game and 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 everything they do physically, whether it's week seventeen or week four, and this is what you tell them. Yeah, we're really not trying to win this game. What the hell am I doing? What the hell am I out here for? You know, risking my health to try to play this game if you're telling me we're just going to give it away in the end. Yeah, I got a whole other hot take theater kind of when we do this in full. But uh, to lock and for his point, yeah, blank the Giants. You know, you, you got to take care of your own stuff. Don't sit around begging, crying for help and the sanctity of the game and whatever. Because Joe Judge is going to have a moment where Saquon Barkley or one of his other stars and would-be stars uh, are going to be, what, 95%? And do, do you sit in a given circumstance or or have, have different, uh, you know, everybody's going to be scrutinizing your play calling and how you're mixing and matching your formations uh, and substitutions going there, right? Player evaluation time as it goes through. Uh, but the goal is to go 1-0 and every day, as we've been preaching on this show for a very long time. And I know uh, the Jason Kelsey video post game the jj watt video from the after week 16 those were two videos i probably saw nine hundred thousand times in the mm-hmm. very limited time i spent mm-hmm. on twitter earlier today every update was one or the other it was like i was playing uh you know doing a uh spinning the wheel when I go, hey, you know, you checked into a hotel in Vegas and ah, go spin that big wheel for a million bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I felt like here because one or both of them was showing up time and time again. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, hey, it's not just coaches that are out of work on here on Black Monday, uh, but I'll tell you one quarterback that I hope you enjoyed seeing him play yesterday because I don't think he's going to start in the NFL anymore. One high-profile guy, Super Bowl quarterback, MVP. I think you've seen the last of him as a starter. That's coming up next right here, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And we got more on the coaches being let go today. Black Monday in the NFL coming up in about 10 minutes, including two coaches who should be lucky they have jobs after yesterday. <laughs> but, um, you know, one guy made a lot of headlines today. Because we got, we got plenty of time all week to get to the, the playoff teams and everything going on. Bears. Uh, Cam Newton talked today after wrapping up his first season with the New England Patriots about what the future holds for him. And we talked today about, hey, would you be a backup quarterback someplace next season? Newton said, well, uh, it's too early for me to decide if I'm going to do that. Take a listen. Would you take a backup role on this team or any other team next season? Honestly, uh, it's too early to tell. And that's as honest as I could be. Do I think I have starting talent? Absolutely. Do I think a lot of things that I've done were devalued in not the team's perspective, probably the media's perspective? Absolutely. I'll tell you what. We've seen the last of him as a starting <laughs> that quarterback. That pause said it yeah. all right there. <laughs> yeah, listen, he, he showed that he, he's not a starting quarterback anymore. Running the football, he still did well. Throwing the football, he struggled. He wasn't the same guy. And you can say, well, he's been away. He's finally had a whole season. He stayed healthy. He played. No one's going to go into next season saying Cam is our guy. No one's going to do it. He didn't show enough to say he can be our starting quarterback next year. Cam is also one of those guys who has done a lot. He's made a lot of money. He's been a big star. 
he's not going to be someone who sits around and, and hangs out as a backup. When, when, when starting quarterbacks have great careers, when they're done, they're not backups anymore. Can I see Cam doing one year as a backup somewhere, hoping that to, he gets another chance to start? Yeah, but I don't see Cam Newton's NFL career going more than one more year because he, he'll, if he sits on a bench next year, he's going to say, that's it, I'm done, I made my money, I'm ready for what's next. Starting quarterbacks don't suddenly go, okay, now I'm all right being a backup. They play until they can do it, and then they retire. And if it's earlier for Cam, which we've talked about this many times, bigger guys break down, it's, it's harder for them to do it over a longer period of time, especially guys taking a lot of hits like Cam, it, it, the end is near for him, whether it's one more year as a backup and then he says that's it, or if it's after this year, if he doesn't like what's uh, out there for him, he's going to hang it up. Yeah, you had one game this year where he really looked solid, and that was against your Jets to finish the season, <laughs> right? And and he's a tough guy. I, I don't know how much the arm is an issue, right? The shoulder, the throwing motion just looked off. All season long. Let's not forget that they, they didn't have a wide receiver that anybody would know in their homes the entire season. Uh, normally, you want to pair a guy that, that works and operates as Cam Newton did, like he did in Carolina, with a, a good tight end. Well, that person never materialized, right? All of a sudden, Ozzy Ozzy has a, a touchdown reception in week 17. He's like, there he is. We finally spotted him like he was bleeping Waldo, but uh, I, I think there are just few opportunities here. You got more rookies coming in. You got a bunch of other quality veterans that are still playing well that are going to be on the free agency market. Your only hope is if one of the teams just doesn't trust a new rookie and says, well, we need to have this guy because if they can't win in camp, then camp could be the guy. He's got one more year at most, and then that's going to be it for Cam Newton. Just how it goes for star quarterbacks. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, yeah, more on the coaches being out. A couple of guys who should be lucky they have jobs still. Coming up next, Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.